This is a podcast from Rover. All right, time now to take a look at rural real estate, the old market. Let's wrap the year up with GM of Rural Property Brokers, Conrad Wilkshire. Good morning, Conrad. Good morning, Hamish. Yeah. Here and going. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. Slowly, you could say. We might mention that at the, when we wrap things up. We can come back to the sharing. But let's start with rising farm interest rates and ever-increasing compliance. It, it definitely appears to be impacting uh, farm purchase decisions up and down the country this spring. Yeah, look, no, it has. Um, look, significant farming regions like the Waikato and Canterbury, their farm sales are back almost 50% by number, and, and they're two real engine rooms of uh, New Zealand agriculture. So, you know, uh, that's for the five months, July to November, which, you know, I call that sort of spring market campaign period. So in majority of those sales crystallise over um, October and November. So, yeah, and nationally, Harris uh, the farm sales are actually back about a third on last year. So it, it, in, in round numbers, uh, just over 500 sales for that spring market last year. This is 20 hectares and up, and about 327 this year. So... You know, yeah, actually interesting, I think I might have mentioned this when I caught up with you both at the field days, that the only reason really bucking the trend is the Manor 2 and West Coast, where the farm sales for the spring are actually ahead of last year. And, and actually the West Coast continues to offer very good value for money for those looking for a first farm. And that's actually their sales actually running at two times last year, I think about 11 sales for the spring so far, which is actually a big number for the coast. So, yeah, so it's not it's not all one way, but there's no, no question... You know, when you're looking at the cost of funding, it has, is having an impact on what people can can afford to pay. It's not; it's just the, the reality of it all. For, okay, that's a, that's a, okay. That's a few down. Why, why do you think that? Is there any standout? Is that just the the opportunity that you can get into the the West Coast, for instance, at a, at a reasonable level? Is that is that sort of pumping their tyres up? Yeah, look, it's always been good value opportunity. I think the thing that's probably it has always had a place. Uh, in rural New Zealand is an opportunity to get into a first farm. And I know some people personally that have done exceedingly well and they would never go back. They moved from the east coast of the, you know, from Timaru through to, to into the um, west coast there in about 2015. And they've, they've, their business has thrived. Uh, and there's been, and historically, there's been plenty of opportunities like that in the past. But I think Westland Milk and, 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 and the, the struggles the cooperative had um, at that time really sort of had a cloud over that. But under the Yelly purchase, you know, and the recapitalisation of the dairy company and the and the and the business going from strength to strength there, and, and the region itself has got a really tight knit community. It, it's it's actually a really good growth story, and 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 genuinely we have good interest in that in that market, and we're seeing it build year on year as, as the you know the, the the dairy industry particularly is on a much firmer footing there. But it's not it's a much bigger story than just dairy. There's very strong dairy production systems and beef systems there too. So no, it's a it's it's good to see it, and it actually from a farm succession point of view, it's a great opportunity for those who want to get into land. Yeah, it's about how it used to be out um, our way in Pongarai. Um It was a very good value exactly. proposition, and that's why we bought our first farm there. But I, I yeah. feel like um, that's probably not the case now. Although forestry is not really, um, it's it's not going to be the be all end all forever, is it? No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Um, no, if you if you oh wait, look you know if you have a look at it forestry has, it makes a big contribution to New Zealand's primary sector you know about six billion dollars plus between six and seven billion dollars of export receipts but it's pretty pretty much been flat for the since 2018 but if you 
have a look at, you know, compare the dairy and the sheep and beef sector. I mean, dairy's up 6.7 billion over that same period, over that same sort of from 2018 to now, the forecast under the MPI. It's about 6.7 billion in growth in the dairy and about 2.8 billion in the uh, meat and wool. So it's far, to your point, Bex, so it's, you know, we're not, the place all bets on forestry would be, I think, you know, would, it, well, the numbers don't back it up. That And, and, and there's been a lot of naysayers on, you know, the, the pastoral uh, New Zealand's role, uh, reliance on pastoral farming, but um, and that goes back a long way. But if you look, look at the numbers, look at the contribution, the contribution continues to grow year on year. Yeah. Anderson Conrad, I was having a discussion with uh, a group who uh, sold, uh, I'll, I'll put it sort of between Owen 90 and Tai Happy, pretty big property, rolling, good country, and uh, the number comes in around $17,000 a hectare, and they're going, well, sort of hoping for closer to 20 and a little bit more, and then, then they take the position of, well, looking at it from five years ago, take it, <laughs> take it now. While it's there, yeah, um, yeah, and that yeah. was the view on that sale. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and we, to your point, Hamish, we're seeing a bit of that play out um, with farm sale prices this spring. You know, um, we are, you know, look, you can't generalise across the board, but we are often seeing the final sale price below the original appraisal assessment because invariably those appraisals were done much earlier in the calendar year, yeah. planning for the spring, and there's been more than one or two OCR increases yes. over that period. And, Yep. And that knock-on impact on funded costs is pretty obvious that you know people just have to cut the cloth to what they can afford um, as they go in, and, and I think there's a lot of pragmatism around that. And yeah. and as I've said before, and I'll keep saying, in any market, there's always a willing buyer, willing seller. If people get around the table and they've got good information in front of them. Yeah, uh, Bex, the sharing share for you. I mean, that's getting some real cut through with that. You know, a uh, lot of lot of sponsors and things coming on board for that uh, big event in mid to late January. Yeah, the guys are doing it, and girls, I should say, are doing an amazing job. And I know those those guys have been training really hard. And um, I think I mentioned to you that I'd met uh, Adam Rowe the other day, who's one of the shearers, and his wife, uh, who gave you the lovely cup uh, at the field days, the enamel cup um, from Rosie. (laughs) Don't tell Conrad, he might get jealous. It's a beautiful enamel tea, you know, have your cup of tea out of it. One you can tie to your saddle. Oh, just love it. Yeah. He was banging on about it. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> he was banging on about it, and I saw that she was selling them, so I thought it would be nice to um, yeah. support. But then she uh, very kindly um, oh. gave one to Hamish. I yeah. can't claim that I paid for it, yeah. but I did buy some from her at the market the other day. But yeah. um, I'm just trying to think how much money they're up to that they've raised. They were going great guns. They're, yeah. they're trying to get to a hundred thousand, aren't they? Yep, I think that's the plan. But uh, so we better have an off air. The three of us better have a chat about our logistics, because uh, we still want to be part of it, of course. Because I've seen Bex, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe how many random pictures have come up of one sea wiltshire. <laughs> you know, uh, once a you know once a shearer, always a shearer. Um, yeah. So and I haven't even been able to get near a sheep or a handpiece yet. So um, I'm a bit well, concerned. Hamish, I, I think you need to get in the wool shed because oh, I, no. I've been hearing, I've been hearing that Conrad is taking this very oh, seriously oh, yeah, and well. that he has been training. Yeah, well, you know, Take me if I'm wrong, Conrad, but I, I think um, you've been getting some time in. Yeah, well, I couldn't possibly comment in front of the competitor, <laughs> but uh, yeah, clearly not leaving it all to chance. And, yeah. um, uh, I've got some pretty big backers, uh, David, uh, David Short's coming in nice and. Uh, 
with a handy piece there, reckons that I need a competitive advantage. So, yeah, <laughs> and he reckons a handy piece will get. Well, I've got the handy piece as well too, but it's down on my you fielding. It's, it. it's down on my fielding <laughs> farm. See, there you go. So he doesn't know. Well, it will oh, only Rab you- selling out on me. Yeah. It will only give you a competitive advantage if you use it, Hamish. Yes. Oh, well, we, sh- we shall see. We shall see. I'm Rightio. Sure that, I'm sure the listeners have more to listen to than this. But, yeah, uh, no, yeah, no, we'll, no. We'll <coughs> no it's a, it, Conrad, it's a very important event. We must uh, we must give it the honour it deserves. Uh, Rightio, you go and have a good Christmas and New Year. I hope you're getting a bit of a break, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you. Well, we will be catching up with you early in uh, 2023. No, in January. Yeah. Yeah, too right. And thanks for what you both do on the show. Well no. done. Yeah. Thanks. Excellent. Thanks, Thanks Conrad. <clears throat> there you go, Conrad Wilkshire. Good man, Property Brokers, GM Rural. And uh, we catch up with Conrad on and the great team from Property Brokers on a regular uh, basis. Okay, well, still to come this hour, we'll catch up with Dairy NZ CEO Tim Mackle next.